Something Something Dragons, Episode 50, Sanctuary. Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories project. This is our actual play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path. I am your host and game master, Aaron, and with me today, as always, are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello, heroes. Hello. Yo, dudes and dudettes. Oh, what's up? (laughs) This is our 50th episode, which, you know, is kind of a big deal. It has now been almost a year since we recorded the first episode of this podcast, and we are about a month out from when the first three episodes were uh, released out to the public, which, you know, that deserves, like, some sort of celebration. So, yay! yay. So, looking back, what is one thing that you guys have enjoyed the most about this past year? Obviously, Orange hasn't been with us for a full year, but... In the the podcast, or...? Yeah, I mean, it can be a moment of doing the podcast. It can be something actually from the game. It can be telling people about it. Uh, it can be, I don't know, anything related to just the experience of having done this for a year. Oh, uh, that's hard. Um, I mean, I could be really sarcastic and rude and be like, oh, well, my favorite part was Talia dying, but... <laughs> you can. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I did say be very sarcastic. Yeah. You said it was genuine. (laughs) Well, I'm going to share something that was a big thrill for me, which was getting the Something Something Dragons hoodie. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Having merchandise with our podcast on it was the first thing. You know, that was the moment I was like, oh, oh, hey, this is real. (laughs) I had to, that was pretty awesome. We do. And hey, if you're uh, listening, if you look at the liner notes, there is a link to our merchandise store. Go and buy our stuff. Go buy our stuff. Give us money. Give us your money. We don't get much money from it, do we? No. No. Give us a little bit of your money. In exchange for goods. Yeah. Uh, get shirt you know with dice on it. Get shirt with dice on it, and then when someone's like, hey, that's a pretty awesome shirt, what's that from? Be like, well, let me recommend this really great podcast called something. <laughs> Give us money so that you can advertise us, guys. Please do. I'm actually really looking forward to, uh, at Origins this year, wearing a, some, a, a Untold Stories Project t-shirt and hopefully getting people Oh, when to... is that again? Origins is in September. It is the end of September. Oh, huh. Good to know. It's normally in June, but this year, because of COVID, it's in, it is in September. Right. Okay. So come on, someone else has to have something that they've enjoyed about this for the last I mean, year. Otherwise, like I've been, otherwise, I've just been making you guys miserable for a year, and that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I, I have enjoyed the general experience. But one part that I liked in specific um, was this is, of course, just fun for me as a person playing out and exploring more on Asafa's character and stuff, is when her uncle came in. Oh yeah, that was pretty was, cool. Yeah, that was, that was fun. a fun experience for me to play her. <laughs> and, yeah. Um. So as much as I 
did love Talia. I think I really enjoyed getting to uh, play Lenza. Because, like, yeah. Talia was really fun, but Lenza's been just such a joy to play with her personality and everything. I do also realize her personality has changed quite a bit from my original idea for her and how she was in the uh, side quest. Since there, <laughs> she was a lot more rude and like a little more of a flirt in my head. She was very much the polite to strangers, but kind of rude. And now I'm like, she's just become a mom. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't the goal. I wasn't planning on being the mom friend, but now I am. Well, I think some of that might also be the relative difference in the makeup of the party. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, I... the, the dynamic in the party almost completely changed from the side quest, so... Yeah, yeah it's just, she she ended up being forced to become a mom, because she's like, I think they're all going to die if I don't. <laughs> this wasn't the goal, but it's kind of, it's happened now. This is their life. Alright, so Yellow, how about I you? Just... I just like doing the podcast in general because otherwise I really wouldn't have any- had anything to do during quarantine. You know, it's always been nice to have something to look forward to. Green? I mean, I just enjoyed... One thing I enjoyed specifically was how it made me a better DM. There'd be some episodes where there'd be points where um, you'd say something and I would just be like... Oh my god, I have to try that. Why didn't I think of doing something like this? Like, I'm trying to remember. There was one point specifically. It was the uh, murderer's weapons, where I just, even though I know that, like, that was come up with by game people, but being like, why didn't I think of that? Items, specific items that would make it easier to kill the villain if I had that. So I made my party have to find uh, a group of items to have to f- to forge a group of items to screw up an experiment the villain was doing and like about every f- three or four episodes I'll find something where I'm like why didn't I think of doing that and then I'll do it and it'll usually it's a hit cool. hmm. getting to play more does make you a better GM I will I will definitely say that are you just upset that you don't get to play as much dead I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> what? I mean, again, you haven't been here as long, but what's something that you've enjoyed about doing this? Honestly, I really, really liked building Jaren. Okay. And, like, working out who he is. Because, like, making characters is, like, one of my favorite things. So, I I enjoy the, I mean, the, the whole, okay, what about, what about if we make a gnome? But he's also a brawler. Let's do that. <laughs> because that doesn't happen often. So. Right. Well, one thing that I have really enjoyed, other than, you know, the getting the merch, which has been cool. But I have enjoyed the thrill of each bit of discovery for you guys, as you guys have been able to unlock some of the backstories and lore and mystery that I feel like the guys at Paizo have done a really good job of putting into this AP. So with that in mind, let's pick back up with our heroes. When last we saw you guys, day two of the trial was over. And even though you are afraid there might be a riot heading to the courthouse, you left town to investigate the scene of tomorrow's portion of the trial, namely the sanctuary on Carb Isle. 
You did ask Caleb and the Twisted Kin to try to keep the rioters distracted, and your plan is to get back before anything could actually happen, because it's still evening, and most likely the rioters will have to get a couple of uh, good strong drinks in them before they'll actually have the guts to do anything. Uh, you also spoke to Carl, who is the assistant to Dr. Barada. Carl had been blinded on the night of the fire that Thurl has been accused of setting. Having gotten his side of your story of his side of the story, you now made your way to the wreckage of the sanctuary, and you discovered in the wreck a couple of things. You found a lockbox which was fused shut, and a hole in the ground that seems to descend to a lower level. You also discovered that there was a graveyard that had uh, lots of unmarked graves, although you didn't exhume any of the bodies. So, yeah, we'll... Uh, because why would we? They're dead. I mean, you guys have done, dug up bodies before. Yeah. We have? Yeah. Yep. Oh, we have. So, we've got a hole in the ground, a metal box, and I have our background music going, thanks to the folks at Tabletop Audio. So, I guess my question is, what do you guys want to do now? Well, the metal box is actually opened. So oh, you had opened it, that's right. Darren yes. did a strength check using the crowbar to pry it open. I, I would like to. I would like to look at these this collection of papers. Okay. So the papers, unfortunately, have clearly been damaged by the fire and the heat. They're not burned, but the, uh, the heat definitely marred and melted away some of the ink. And, you know, there is bits and pieces burned. But if uh, anyone would like to give me a linguistics check as they uh, sort through the papers, you might be able to pick out some details. Wait, is this the same as my other characters who would always take linguistics? And have linguistics. Ooh, I have well, a linguistics. I got a, I got a 23 on my linguistics. I can read. <gasps> I got a 5. Wonderful. <laughs> oh. Lenza has can read. temper. Azopa can read. Lenza cannot. Lenza <laughs> can read just not this. Well, I think that I think that it would help if Jaren would stop waving them in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> So, Azatha, with your 23, you can make out that there are love numbers and looks like parts of addresses. That's not creepy. A lot of it is like a hard, to, like I said, it's hard to read. But the one thing that you do notice is from fragments put together, you can tell that there are numerous references to Vorkstag and Grind's chemic works. Uh, yep. Jaren already wanted to go there, but... Yep. Now he really wants to go there. Sorry, what was that, Red? What's that again? The Chemic Works? So that was the same place that you had tracked down to being the most likely final owners of the tools that you found back at the graveyard outside of uh, um, Morast. Right. Well, I'd tell you guys, there's a lot of addresses in here. It might be like emergency contacts or... Um, like where these people lived. Um, but there is also a lot of references to the Chemic Works place. Yeah, we definitely gotta, we definitely gotta go there. Yeah. Clint goes, oh boy, more city stuff. We'll be fine. <laughs> Jaren is becoming more and more convinced that this dude just faked his own death. So is Green. Eklund's not that smart, but Green is. By uh, point of uh, order, however, 
The Chemic Works is actually just north of the city, so it's not actually in the city. It would, in fact, be on your way to stop at the Chemic Works on your way back to the city from where you're currently at. Yep. How convenient. Like, if it's got a house and a human in it, it's a city to act one. I mean, what's it like? Okay, if it's got two houses, one human, it's a city for Aquan. So you've also got a hole in the ground. Yeah, the hole in the ground. That exists. How big is this hole? Um, it looks like it's about a uh, five-foot diameter shaft. So it, it does look like it was like a well. Or um, resembles what a well would look like. Well, so without if you look- the... Yeah, so if you look down, um, you can see that there is kind of a uh, a stone shaft. It looks like maybe at one point there had been a ladder attached to the edge of the of the shaft, but it is currently currently all it is is just rough stone going down. Clan has dark vision, so he could see he could see sixty feet down it. So the shaft looks like it goes down about fifteen feet. And then below that, it looks like it opens up into a, uh, a bigger space. Below that, fi- you know, below that, you can see that there are a couple of water casks on the floor down below it. One that looks like it's about five feet high. Another that looks like a stack about ten feet high. Got an emergency shelter? Maybe. Eklund will... Is he the only one who can see the casks? I, I assume that there's light signing on it. Say, every, everyone has yeah. low light vision, right? Yep. Um, if you guys look down the hole, you can all see the the water casks down at the uh, on the floor of the shaft. But we can see, we right. we can see the bottom. Yes. Okay. And how far down does it seem to be? Good fifteen mm, feet. Well, it's fifteen feet of the shaft, and it looks like the the room underneath is about another fifteen feet to the floor. So about 30 oh, okay. feet to about the floor feet. below. Okay. Right. I know someone has rope. It looks like about 15 feet where you, if you went down 15 feet, you could then maybe climb off those water barrels. But Also, there's a giant owl who can, though he can't carry for long distances, probably ferry you down one by one. It is can, not big enough for up? you to do anything other than basically dive down. You can't okay. really maneuver. Would I die if I jumped into the hole? No. Take not damage. Not. You could you hurt yourself. I'm not Everybody, hold you do on! I'd like to jump into the hole. Wait. Just, oh, just, just is give, not letting you do that. Give the gnome Aww. a second to dig through his bag. Yeah, no, you have a lot of stuff. We'll, we'll give you a sec. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm still over here. It's a hole. A I was a gnome scout. I am always prepared. <laughs> hey, what, what, what would we do if... What would happen if we fit the party? Can can you put living creatures in a haversack? Like you can no. in a thing? There's, there's, there's no atmosphere. There's rope. There is rope. The living okay. creatures in there, drop them down, and they could climb out so, of the bottom. Out of the handy hammersack, first uh-huh. comes a folding ladder. Okay. No, I think that's too short. That goes back in. And then comes a climber's kit. Could probably use that. And then comes a coil of 100 feet of silk rope. Okay. We could definitely use that. Yes. <laughs> That handy sack is sure as handy. <laughs> yeah. I was a gnome scout. Okay. Nice. You can easily uh, secure the rope and drop it down. The rope makes it relatively easy. Anyone can climb down a rope, getting 10 on a climb check. So, 
you can take 10 and get a 10, then you can definitely go as long as you're willing to go slow. Um, yeah, I can definitely do that. I have a plus five. Well, you're Aren't still you a bird right now. You can just like, oh, uh, so I'll, yeah, I'll just fly in. Yeah, Eklund, Eklund waddles over to the rope, remembers he has wings as he tries to climb down it, and then uh, <laughs> makes up for that a very epic-looking twirly dive into the thing. Okay, it's so you're gonna I'm fly joking. straight down. <laughs> well, not straight down. He's gonna fly straight down the shaft and open his wings once he hits the room. Like he's not diving to the ground. All right. So here's what's gonna happen. Eklund is going to fly down the shaft, which is going to essentially count as our surprise round. Then I'm going to need everybody to roll initiative as we describe what Eklund sees as he flies down there. I'm sorry. Why did I expect this? And I'm going to go ahead and move Eklund into the black portion of the map, which is represents the underground. Eklund, pick north, south, east, or west, just so I know which which of the four squares you would be in as you fly down to the bottom. He'd probably be in whichever one's directly under the hole. Like, I imagine he shot down and then snapped his wings open as he, like, yes, he's hovering. the hole is centered between four squares. That's why I want you to pick one. Grunt. Okay. The one furthest from the monster. Okay. Uh, so, Eklund, you fly down into the hole. And okay. as you fly down, you see the following. This is basically, it looks like a cellar. The cellar is about 15 feet high. Uh, it is a mess. The remains of a workshop have been flung about and otherwise thrown into disarray. Um, you do see that there is, like I said, a, a couple of uh, water casks that have been stacked together to make a five-foot step and a 10-foot step. From the 10-foot step, a, uh, a medium-sized humanoid could definitely grab the edge of the shaft and start climbing up. You also see a, a right. Um, you also see a candelabra. There's nothing burning in it, but sticking on the spikes of the eight places where a candles would normally be held, there are heads. Ah! Oh, saw that coming. Saw that coming too. too. <laughs> I, I was uh, going to say heads. Say that I was one. assuming it would be like most of the heads. All of the heads show sign of having been burned, uh, damaged in, like, a fire. Seven of the heads are deformed or mutilated in some way, shape, or form. But the last head is that of a older human male, and um, there are still a pair of spectacles on its face, although one of the lenses is shattered. This guy, this reminds me, I'm, my brain is going to witch's headroom in the Wizard of Oz. How, uh, she what would return to Oz and put different... Yeah, sorry. I haven't actually read it, but I've seen the picture and I've read about it. I want to read it, though. But anyway, how she, um... Who was described to us as wearing glasses? No one, specifically. But you do know that Dr. Brada was a uh, older human male. Oh. There's two other things you would notice. The first is there is an overwhelmingly terrible scent pervading well no duh i'd assume <laughs> so <laughs> a room full of dead heads on spikes of course it smells the other thing oh, that you notice are six blue-skinned humanoids with bat-winged ears who all look what? up as a giant owl flies down into the shaft 
How big are these? Lovely. There are alive things in here. They are medium-sized creatures. As for whether or not they're alive, I'll let you figure that out in a bit. <laughs> and that is the surprise round. Everyone roll for initiative. And Eklund, I need you to give me a fortitude save. Fortitude! I'm going to go initiative first. Okay, uh, that's fine. 14, but I forgot to click my token. That's fine. I can put it in manually. Then uh, 25 on a fortitude save. That's a 19 on the die. All right. You are not sickened by the uh, scent. Okay, cool. Mm, oh, if it would have been that, I wouldn't have been as worried. <laughs> Orange, for the love of God. Uh, so, Jaren, what did you get? 11. Azatha? Eight. Okay. Well, the party clearly was not expecting anything because you're <laughs> dumb. <out> 14. <laughs> okay, 14 for Lensa and for Aliris. Uh, let me roll that. A 10! Okay. Sorry. And, uh, oh Eklund, what is your initiative? Eklund and, and Lensa, what are your respective initiative bonuses? Plus 7. Bonuses? Okay, so Eklund uh, will be higher. Yeah, I don't have a plus 7. I'm not that cool. All right. So apparently everyone was caught a little bit off guard by this. Jaren, what's your initiative bonus? Four. Four? Yep. Okay, you will take higher initiative then. At the top of the initiative, one of the creatures is going to come bounding across the room to you. I'm also flying at the top of the room, so I'm yeah. about 15 feet up, because I just went below the thing. Yep. Oh, there's the boxes. And Don't he bounces up to the top of the two casks and is going to bite at you. Will a 15 hit? Which armor class? You weren't expecting anything. Hey, even if I'm flat-footed, that doesn't hit. I have a 19 flat-footed in owl form. Okay, so he bites out at you but does not connect. I talk when it's not my turn. You can scream something. Yeah, Eklund's basically gonna Eklund's gonna just shout because he's in. He has the ring. Monsters! Monsters! Oh, lovely. Okay. Yeah, one of the creatures is going to pull out a dagger and throw it at. It's not fair. <laughs> Why? Just because. Because. Don't question me. All right. So, the 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 creature that is standing to the west on, on the ground throws a dagger up at the owl, um, and it falls pitifully short. Comes nowhere near you. Eklan, what would you like to do? I'm going to try and murder this one that just tried to bite me. And okay. I get both my claws. You absolutely can, but if you're not moving, you're going to need to give me a hover check. Even okay, if so you five foot step, fit. you're going to have to give me a hover check. But Hardly fair. Okay, so can I make the attack and then hover? Sure. You'll just fall if you fail. But you can make the attack first. I'm going to fall if I fail either way. True. At least this time I get a chance. 29 and a 14 to hit. The 29 will hit. The 14 will miss. 13 damage. 13 damage? Alright, so you cut a big bloody rend in this creature, although it doesn't bleed very much. And you may now make a 5 foot step or just stay in place if you'd like. I, I say, think if you I'm five gonna foot move. Step, I'm going to say if you 5 foot step back, then the one on top of the barrel can't hit you and the others are on the ground. I was gonna say, yeah, I am gonna do that. I'm gonna just fly back a little bit so that I don't, no one coming down the hole drops on my head. 
Now go ahead and give me a fly check. That's a 22. Okay, you are easily able to beat your wings and hover in place. Letza, you've heard from down below monster and a snarl and a growl. And uh, if you look straight down the hole, you can see that standing on top of the water barrel, there is a blue-skinned humanoid with bat wing or bat bat ears. Uh, so can I make a knowledge on this? You absolutely can give me a knowledge religion check. Twenty. Um. So this appears to be a ghoul. I don't want to fight a ghoul. Ghouls are undead that haunt graveyards and eat corpses. Legends hold yep. that the first ghouls were either cannibalistic humans whose unnatural hunger dragged them back from death or humans who in life fed on the remains of their kin and died, and then were reborn from the foul disease. Ghouls lurk Wait. on the edges of civilization, where they can find ample supplies of their favorite food, mainly rotting bodies. Yum. They will eat fresh kills if they're hungry enough, however. Let's not feed them. They eat dead people? They do. Yeah. More specific- What else would you do, eat alive people? Jeez. I mean, they wouldn't stay alive. <laughs> True. More specifically, however, these appear to be ghasts, not just ghouls. Ghasts, in addition to being like normal ghouls, are slightly more intelligent, slightly more powerful, and uh, it is rumored that their powers can even affect elves. Yeah, that sucks. Ghasts in Minecraft? I don't know. Ghasts are different. Very different. Oh, wow, we guys, we found another portal. With a 20, you can get two useful pieces of information about the gas. Weaknesses. Yeah, weaknesses. Uh, they do not have any specific weaknesses um, other than those which would be common to all undead creatures. I'm sad because that costs a piece of information to get nothing. Sorry. Well, we know they're undead now. I could tell! But <laughs> we know that they have undead weaknesses. I could tell! There's no weakness for undead! I mean, wait, you can I, channel I, positive energy at them. Oh, wait. You didn't. I can't! <laughs> Shut up! Hey! I think I forgot to add fire. My... Oh, wait, never mind. I do have my was here. She could fly bonus. down there and channel and probably kill them all. Alright, shut up. That's God. your fault. Oh, gee, it's almost like you killed her! Yeah. Um, you can you still ask one one useful piece of information. What would you like to know? Uh, special freaking attacks. I hate them. It's most dangerous um, attack. So ghouls special have a attacks. number of special attacks. They have stench. Anyone who flies within 10 feet of a ghoul must uh, make a fortitude save or become sickened from the overwhelming stench of their, well, decay. Um, in addition, they can cause paralysis with either a bite or a claw. Oh my god, I hate that so much. And their bite can also transmit ghoul fever. Mm. Oh. I guess if there is a upside, their daggers that they throw cannot par paralyze or transmit disease. Oh, lovely. Uh, can ghoul fever is that like if you die you turn into one? Yes. Don't die. Ghoul fever. <laughs> Don't die. Thanks. So that was a free action to look down the hole and uh, make the knowledge check. What would you like to do? There is a rope leading down. I don't want to go down there. Yeah, me neither. I like really don't want to go down that. there. Guess you don't Can have we not? to, but he's gonna stay down there until they're killed again. 
I hate that we need this evidence because that means I'm going to point out that if you uh, don't go down and help your companion who's currently in danger. I know, I know. I'm going to lose. Don't get in my way. For breaking my taboo. Uh huh. Because I can't abandon a teammate. Yep. So what do you want to do, Lensa? I want to cry. Hey, you pointed with an arrow from up there. You're not abandoning me. I have a question. Can we throw. Say dirt, I will scream. I don't have dirt, I said rocks. I didn't actually hear that you got- you- you, you figured yeah. it out there. Um, Although, okay. actually, that is a solution. There's a, one I can see, correct? Yes, there is one directly on the bottom of the shaft, standing on top of the water. I path. have a longbow. You do. You're an elk. I would like to shoot it. You're pretty good with a longbow. I'd like to shoot it instead of getting down there. That seems reasonable. I have like 50 arrows, can I just like not track them and only track them if you say one of them breaks? Sure. This is the one this I already typical killed, arrows. isn't it? The one that you already clawed, yeah. I killed. Killed, sort of. Okay, sorry. It's still moving. I will miss. For long. You will Unless miss. Unless it's flat-footed AC is 10. Since it's I don't know if it knows I'm here. flat-footed AC is not 10. Um, yep, didn't think so. Okay, so you shoot an arrow down the shaft. I'm not going down there, because I was certain deaf, and sadly I am not actually immune to paralysis from these. Taking a move action, I'm assuming, to draw the bow. Um, yeah. Okay. Kinda. Has to. Uh, Jaren. Uh, Jaren is going to reach forward, put two hands uh, on the, uh, the rope, and just slide down. Okay. Good luck, don't die. There's <laughs> one right below the rope. Yeah, there is. There's one right at the bottom. Yep. I'm, I'm aiming for it. Okay. <laughs> um, give Jaren me a climb check. Say that? Give me a what? Climb check. Climb, okay first thing that um that came to my mind even though we're fighting these creatures when you decide to slide down the rope was oh well it's a silk rope so we won't get rope burn well jaren's also got wraps around his hands so also true right uh that is a 16 okay uh with the 16 um because you are just descending i will say you can uh, make your way all 15 feet down the rope as a single move action i'm just gonna complete the move Okay. He's so basically want... using it. He's kind of using the rope like a fireman's pole. Okay. So you want to go all the way to the ground, just going right uh, past yeah. the ghoul who was on the barrel. Um, I assume there's not room for both of us on the barrel. Um, I mean, if you want to land on the barrel, you can land on the barrel. In that case, you wouldn't even need the second move action. You could just stop right there. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me do a little bit of creative movement. So you guys are both on the same square. Jared's overall plan was slide down there and maybe kick this thing on the way. You have like... Yes, I have my iron torch. Right. Uh, what I meant was actually in roll 20. Can you see? Yeah, I can see what I... Sh I think what I should be able to see. Okay. Is that like... 30 feet? Hold on, let me see. I might not add. Hold on. So I can see f about 15 feet round. Okay. Um, I'll play with the settings. It's a little weird because we've got the switching from legacy lighting to uh, the new dynamic lighting. So, okay. Um, but I but, can see what's immediately around me, so. That's good enough. So you can see that there's a ghoul right in front of you. Uh, you can make a single attack against that ghoul if you'd like. Let's go for it. If so. Uh, that would be a 29 to hit. Okay. <laughs> How much damage? Uh, that would be eight magical bludgeoning. 
Okay. Would you like to describe how you dispatch this ghoul as you slide down the rope? Well, like I said, Jan is basically using the rope like a fireman's pole, and he just kind of spins and drops, and then as he's reaching the barrel, just kicks the thing right in the face so it, like, flies off and hits a wall or something. I like it. And he's like, my barrel! All right. And that is one dead ghoul. I mean, hey. they were technically already dead, but... We did. We'll say we dead, those are worse. All right. That's Jaren's turn. Worse than ghouls, don't mention them. This ghast is going to bound his way over onto the lower barrel. We'll attack. We'll, 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 we'll bite up at Jaren. Jaren, you'll get a plus one to your armor class because you have the high ground. Cool. I'm like Obi-Wan. That is an embarrassing bite. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. He misses. Uh, okay. So tell us. Tell us. Uh, it was a total of 13. That's which... embarrassing for these things. I mean, it wasn't great. Illyris. Yes. Jaren just slid down the rope. Lenza just fired an arrow down the hole. You're hearing sounds of snarls and growls on a hooting owl. What would you like to do? Can I throw rocks at the things? Um, you could, however, at the moment, the only creature that you can see is Jaren. <laughs> I'd rather, I recommend you actually go down there. It's a lot better for you to be down there than us since you're, mm, you know. Okay. Can I jump down the hole? Uh, you can jump straight down if you want. That will definitely get should you I down recommend? there in one move action. See? You could make an acrobatics check to minimize the damage you'd take. You do have a good climb. You do have a good climb, though. You could also probably climb down... In... I'd... Fine, I guess I'll climb down so I don't hurt myself. <laughs> it's a good plan. Seeing you considering that would shoot you a look like, don't. I know what you're thinking. Fine, I'll be able to jump down the hole. Yeah. Okay. Blue, would you be so kind as to give me a climb check for Hilaris? Oh, yeah, no, here's where I rolled a freaking 15! But I only needed, like, a 5. It's like, no, here's a 15, but when I'm trying to shoot something, it's like, here's a 2. Well, you're not rolling for yourself. Right, so, you rolled a 23? I rolled bad on her initiative, too! It's a 23. Okay, so, with a 23, she will easily be able to slide down the rope past Jaren, who I'm assuming let go when he landed on the barrel, mm -hmm. and land on the floor of the cavern as a, as a full round action. I will even let you draw a weapon as you dismount from the rope, if you would like, however. All right, well, we're having some technical problems. When Yellow gets back, we will assume that uh, Illyris chose to draw a weapon. I'm going to assume until Yellow get back that they probably drew the keen rapier. That would make sense. That takes us to another one of my guests, who now sees a target on the ground. Yep, there goes Yellow. He is going to five, step right there, and he is going can, to Can attempt. he provoke from me? Uh, you're 15 feet in the air. Sure. For the same reason that they can't make melee attacks against you. Okay. That's fair. I guess. The only people who are currently flat-footed are the ghasts who have not acted yet and Azatha. <laughs> uh, so this ghast is going to run over and bite out at Alyrus. That is a 12. Great. So he will miss Alyrus. Um, Azatha. Apparently they're out of practice with the whole biting thing. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, they've we'll been down in that hole it. for so long. Well, I mean, presumably they've been climbing up out of the hole periodically. Well, that makes sense. 
What would you like to do, Azatha? Down into the hole, can I see any creatures to attack? So, the one that is on the water barrel lower than Jaren, but trying to bite up at Jaren, I will say you can... If you give me a perception check, you can... You can see him. Right. I'm assuming you're going to use Magic Missile, which doesn't have an attack roll. Otherwise, I would just give him the benefit of cover. I was considering that. That or a Burst of Fire. uh, If you want to give me a Heavenly Fire, you can definitely target him. He'll just get a bonus to his armor class for being undercover. All right. And I I hope he's good. And I... Sorry, Jaren. And I I think you're good. (laughs) Uh, so what I was thinking, um, Zatha would do, would kind of jump out the hole, do it like a similar, um, kind of thing to Jaren. That what he would have done, she would have kind of jumped onto the rope, grabbed it with one of her hands, and then, like, still being on the rope, casting the spell at whatever she sees. Okay. Um, well then give me the, uh, climb check first to see how well you climb down the rope. Yes, and hopefully I will not fall flat on my face. That's a four. Uh, so you want the, uh, bad news? Yes. Oh no. Um, you are going to fail by enough that you are going to, basically, you try to reach out to grab the rope, and you- And I fall. You, and... your hand closes, uh, and no rope is in your hand, and you lose your balance, and you fall down the shaft. Oh, the good news cool. is, you're on the ground, so, in a single move action, so you're down, you're also on your back, and you're going to take 10 points of falling damage as you <laughs> land with a thud. Isn't that exactly what you told your girlfriend not to do? Yeah. I, I, I give the advice to other people. <laughs> I do the same thing myself. It's what I'm I sorry, do. wait, I have an image for this. I do. But the good news is you do still have a standard action, so um, if you'd like to cast a spell at literally any of the ghouls, except I'm going to say the one that is directly to the south of you, because he's five feet up on a water barrel, so you probably can't see him. I'd be lying flat on my face. I'd just kind of look up a bit. And... Actually, I'd say you can so you can target the one with the brown dot, who's the one who threw the dagger, the one that is basically standing over you looking down from the water barrel, or the one to the uh, southeast of you. Alright, um, I'm picturing she just kind of falls flat on her face. She kind of looks up whatever bad guy she sees, like, right in front of her, which would, by the by the looks of things, probably be this one. She just blasts fire at it. Straight up. Sure. And then says, ow. <laughs> My everything Pretty hurts. much. <laughs> yeah. Alright, give me, uh, give me your attack roll. Right. Uh-huh. Um, that's seven. Okay, what is it to hit? Oh, hit! I am smart. Uh, seventeen. It's been a seventeen will hit the creature's touch AC for seven points of heavenly fire damage. Yep. The good news is they are most certainly evil creatures, and so they will. He will take the uh, damage. Wonderful. If you didn't take the damage. I'd be very worried. Yeah, okay. I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's Azatha's turn. You are, by the way, prone, so give yourself the prone condition. Yep. Because you're flat on your back, kind of looking up, going, ow, ow, yeah. ow, ow, ow. 
Um, I'm also going to say that your hat has fallen off and you are in your full snake person glory. Not that that matters. I'm not worried about that with literal dead guys surrounding me. I mean, sure, no she's... one down in this hole should should matter. Their opinion should not matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's lying on her back. She's just lying on her back like most normal people after they fall stands up. Her shoots fire from her hands to vaporize the dead things. Doesn't bother standing up. Yeah. I mean, I stand by the meme I just sent in the Discord. You guys need to check it. <laughs> so, this ghast is going to five-foot step into a flank with his buddy on Alirus. And because he five-foot stepped, he is going to bite Claw Claw. Ah. Uh, oh. The bite is a 19. Does that hit? Or, sorry, 21, because he's flanking. Blue, you have to tell us if that hits, because y'all isn't in... Oh, I completely <laughs> Sorry, if what hits... 21. It's Alirus. Yeah. Yeah. Alirus. Yeah. So he will bite her for six points of damage, and I need two fortitude saves. Why are you making me roll fortitude saves? I just don't roll. <laughs> the first one is going to be for the, dise- for the disease. 20. Uh, okay. It doesn't appear to have infected her. Now I need a second one for the paralysis. <gasps> 12! Well, hey! That is... <laughs> So, Elyris, as this creature closes in on you, yeah, it's it it bites into you, and you can feel your muscles seizing up. Wonderful. Uh, you are paralyzed. <sighs> Figures. Okay. I'm sorry. You had me At rolling. least I'm not dead. Being that would be bad. Optimism. But Blue, please put the paralyzed condition on Elyris's character sheet because he's still clawing her. The first claw will hit her for an additional eight points of damage. And will a 16 hit her paralyzed AC? I don't know. It didn't update. Okay. It's the touch AC, I'm assuming? Call it her flat-footed AC. 16? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I was like, wait, why flat-footed? I'm like, oh, right, because flat-footed's just the armor. I'm so smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what 16. it is. That hits. All right. So he claws into her twice just ripping out bits of her flesh as she stands there, unable to scream because she's paralyzed. Okay, we're gonna kill these things in the most painful way an undead can be killed, okay? Got it? Everybody everybody, okay with that? What if they kill me first? Not an impossibility. Then we'll, da- then we'll raise them and kill them again. The other ghast, the last of my ghasts, is going to close in on Azatha, and bite down at her on the ground. Lovely. We're both just getting killed. That is, however, a 10, so even with you being prone, I think that will still miss. Right. New round. The ghast who had the highest initiative doesn't get to act because he's, well, dead. The ghast who threw a dagger at the owl still would like to continue to hurt. Although, no, he's the one who just got blasted with fire. He is going to move up to the north and claw down at the woman who just blasted him with fire. That is a natural 20. Uh, no, that does not hit. I am lying on the ground, and he just somehow miraculously missed me. Not how that works. <laughs> However, <laughs> will an 11 confirm? Um, that's just against regular AC as well. Correct. Um, no. Okay, so it does not confirm... Uh, he Great. will. He will still claw you for eight points of damage, but not a critical. Oh. 
and I need a fortitude save. Oh, lovely. Alright. I forgot where that is. Oh. I will remind you oh. all that you do have uh, hero cards. Oh, right. I got an 11, but I do have a plus two racial saving throw bonus against poison, apparently. But this is not poison. Oh, how disappointing. As his claw tears into you, you also feel your muscles seizing up. Well, this is fantastic. Ah, truly. Is it to me? Come on, murder. Why does this guy have an orange dot on him? Because he threw his dagger, so he doesn't have a dagger to throw. Alright, I am flanked, so I'm gonna five foot step back. Well, you're actually not, because you're 15 feet in the air. Wait, yeah, you're right. Okay, so but do it I also means my... that the only one you can currently attack is the one standing on the barrel. Unless you want to move down. Mm. I mean, get down in here. What kind of an action is it to change forms? It's a standard. If a giant tiger falls out of the sky, can I squish one? <laughs> I will let you attempt a slam attack on one of them. Sure. How much damage will that do? Uh, D6 plus your strength bonus. Strength bonus is plus three. That's not... That's it's going to be higher in tiger form. Is there a gravity bonus? A gravity bonus. That's why I'm letting her get the sl- letting her get the slam damage. Right. Say so it is your your strength is higher in tiger form if you want. I think. Hang on. What is my bonus in tiger form? I don't want to change the buff because it takes forever. I don't know how I'm to. I'm pretty check sure that. you get at least another plus. At least another plus two to strength and. Which would tiger put me form, up to it. You get a plus four to strength in tiger form. My normal strength is 17, so if I add four... I have the same bonus in owl form, then. Really? Oh, that was weird. Oh, then how do I have an 18 naturally? I don't have tiger form active. I don't know. Oh, because currently it's showing the champion bonus as a plus two to strength. Oh, okay. In any case. Okay, so... Anyway, um, so I'll have the same strength I have now. Well, I'll no, have you a should plus have... one, but... Yeah, yep. not going to change my modifier. Not by um, much, but... Meaning I'll do 1d6 plus 5. Yeah. But, but I get... Tiger. I was going to say, I get a huge bonus in tiger form. Yeah, I was going to say, the um, following rounds, you will be so much more deadly. I'm going to shift. Okay. Lensa, could you come down here and embiggen me? She can actually embiggen you from up there. Oh, that's nice. I thought she had to touch me. Nope. I'd rather not be down there, so, uh, no. Okay. So I shift into tiger form, and here we go. Well, no, I'm just back in the room now. But you can you can see the tiger, right? Yeah. All right, so just ignore the presence of the owl. And that's the guy that you will squish. Um, I'm going to move the owl down here. There we okay. go. Okay. So do I have to make an attack against that, or do I just fall on he- it? I'm right you do still need it. to make an attack roll because he could get he could get partially out of the way. Call it your claw for the purposes of hitting. Okay. Okay, so I got a twelve on the first, but a twenty nine on the second. Do I get to choose? No. <laughs> All right. So you transform into tiger. This guy is able to scamper just out of the way, but there is now a tiger. It's a not like I get tiger. a health bonus, and now I'm a sitting duck. Tiger. No, you're not. Sitting tiger. 
yours. Also, yeah. if any of them move, I'm gonna claw the crap out of their behinds. I was gonna say, you, I've you got, certainly- I can make an yep. opportunity attack on four of them right now. Just move. Just move, I freaking dare you. Three of them. The one on the barrel is still outside of your reach. I guess. Alright, so that's Eklund's turn. Lensa. So the circle is, like, all I can see. So, if you look straight down, you can see part of Jaren standing on top of a barrel, part of one ghast standing on top of a barrel, Azatha's legs lying on the ground, <laughs> and the top of Alyris's head, and she is oddly not moving. Can I, can I shout, make, can I shout Big Me at Lensa? Sure. As you I can should. shout it. Big Me. Big me. <laughs> doesn't have the energy for words right now. He just shapes You're already quite big. <laughs> Sorry. Bigger me. <laughs> Bigger me. <laughs> there is one glass that you can shoot at. Um, he will get the benefit of some cover, though, because... And let's start with... Uh, that's, that's the wrong character sheet. <laughs> let's start Wait, with Wait, the tiger gets bigger than that? So it the does. tiger is I... big, but he's got a dire collar, so he can get to be... A huge oh yes. Tiger. I mean, I feel like I feel like Biggie sizing the tiger is a good yep. plan. Yeah, and bigger. <laughs> big tiger. All right, big tiger. I want to hit my button. Okay, um, you and you hit the buff. Biggin. Holy! For the record, also, uh, you now have a, a reach of 15 feet, too. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. It's a big tiger. Len said that's your standard to embiggen the tiger. What would you like? Would you like to do anything with your move action? Uh, no. Okay. There is now a tiger 15 feet long. <laughs> Aaron? Yes. I, I look at this giant tiger, and I go, holy <laughs> uh, And then I'm going to punch down at the... Uh, at the one on the water barrel? The one on the other barrel, yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you, he will get a minus one to his armor class, because you have the high ground. Yep. Um, I'm only going to use... Um, I'm only going to hit at him once, because I'm going to use my move action for something. Okay. There's a 17... A 17, which turns into an 18 because of the high ground, will hit. Okay, uh, that is six magical bludgeoning damage. Okay, you punch him pretty solidly, but he's still very yep. much in this fight. And then I'm going to use one of my martial flexibilities to gain combat reflex. Okay, uh, do you wish to five foot step or are you happy where you are? I'm fine where I am at the moment. I mean, a five foot step would involve dropping 10 feet, but... Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, the ghast is torn. On the one hand, there's this paralyzed fox woman on the ground in front of him. On the other hand, there's a giant freaking tiger. <laughs> Run. And it that just suddenly appeared. It thinks that perhaps doing something about the tiger is more important than trying to kill the presumably paralyzed fox woman. So it is going to attempt to bite the tiger. I do not believe an 18 will bite the tiger. Um, yeah, not on my natural, for sure. Yep. Uh, it will then claw twice. That is Just a do. 10, which will oh. miss. The 25, however, will hit, but a 12 will not confirm. So, he will claw you for six points of damage. Okay, so I took six points of damage. You take six points of damage, and I do need a uh, fortitude save. 
19? What was that? I said 19. A 19 will prevent you from becoming para paralyzed. Oh, that would have sucked. Giant paralyzed tiger. Yep. He claws out at you. He Well, he bites, claws at you. Claws once, but you are not paralyzed. Illyris, you're paralyzed. Mm -hmm. Illyris, do anything to break the paralysis? There is magic. Mm. But I don't I think any of you have that magic. Can you tell her about raspberry? The ghast on the rain barrel is very concerned about the tiger, but is also concerned about this gnome who just punched him. So he is going to bite Claw Claw. You got a plus one to your armor class because you have high ground. Yep. Uh, the bite is a 21. Uh, high ground, that will not hit. Okay. Oh! Uh, the claws are a 19 and a 22. The 22 will hit. So he will claw you once for nine, um, but I need a fortitude save because yep. gas suck like that. I mean, I always end up paralyzed, so. You've got a good fortitude. Oh my god, if the other frontliner ends up paralyzed, I'm just gonna like... That's a 19. Oh no. Hey, you are not paralyzed. Oh good. How many of these can I hit with one whack now that I'm so big? You can still only hit one at a time. And... Azatha is on the ground and paralyzed. The gas who is partially underneath <laughs> <laughs> when Eklund and Biggend. Although, interestingly, if there's a two or more size category difference, you can actually share a square with them. So he can stay in your square because, well... He's just under you. Like... Yeah, basically. He he's is... He's just like, wow, that's... That that's happened. Terrible. <laughs> he is going to five-foot step, and he is going to bite Claw Claw. I was going to say, if he stands under me, is it a free action to pee on him? No. Um, <laughs> okay, the Claw... With the claws, I have a 10 and a 17. I know those will both miss. Two misses. Uh, the bite is a 23. Magnabbit! So will he, will bite, he will bite you for four. Who's he biting? The tiger. Okay. And I need two fortitude saves. First for disease, we second get paralyzed. for paralysis. We get paralyzed. Do we just die? No, you're just if paralyzed. We paralyzed. I mean, if you're all paralyzed, then yeah, they could start going around coup de grace you. 15, 15. Okay. 15, 15? Yep. You are not paralyzed or infected. Oh my god, I was so nervous oh. and it's like, I was holding my breath like, no. And you paused, I was just like, words I'm not supposed to say on the podcast. <laughs> you don't even know you are like holding your breath, you're just like, and then like you get the, you're not either, and you're just like, oh. you're like I didn't even know I was holding that, oh god. This ghast is going to try something really foolish. He is going to move over there. He is going to attempt an acrobatics check to move there without provoking from the tiger. <laughs> Will a 22 uh, beat your CMD? No, but thank you for asking. Then you may take an attack of opportunity as he moves. Claws? Yep, only a single claw, but... That's a 13. More specifically, that is a natural one, so that will always miss. I thought in combat it didn't. No, skill uh, checks. It's not combat. Skill checks are not an automatic fail. A natural one on an attack roll or a saving throw is always a failure. But he still will only get to make a single attack because he did a lot more than a five-foot step, and he will bite. Uh, and that is uh, seven, so we're not even going to talk about that bite. 
He was trying to bite at the hand that you oh, wait, tried no, to whack him with. He is now flanking. <laughs> that is a nine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Cool mode is still failure. Yeah. I feel like they both missed for the same reason, because he was trying to bite the paw that he was trying to hit him with. Uh-huh. And they just sort of whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> this ghast again sees that there's a paralyzed fox lady and kind of wants to finish her off, but is more concerned about the crazy gnome, so he's going to five-foot step back so he actually has an angle, and he is going to throw his dagger at Jaren. <sighs> He's going to throw his dagger at the ceiling. Moving on. Eklin, you're up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Squish something. Okay, I want to, if, if it wouldn't come over my earbuds, I'd start playing Megalovania. <laughs> I will say that as an embiggened giant tiger, the one standing on the rain barrel is still well within your ability to hit. Okay, my, well, my goal is to hit that well, huh? Maybe hit I the hit ones that guy. I can't hit first. I hit this guy from here. Oh, absolutely. You have 15 feet of reach. Okay, I can hit either of these, and Azatha has taken more damage. The so only I'm one you cannot hit is the one on the other side of the rain barrel from Jaren. Okay. Huh. Uh, can I do a spin attack? No, but you can split your attacks. You have okay. two claws and a bite, and you can... Guy. I'm gonna hit. Oh, I can do all three. Yeah. Okay, I'm but gonna you hit. You have to move. I'm gonna hit this one. I'm gonna hit this one, and I'm gonna hit this. May one. I suggest you don't have to declare them until after you attack. So, if you hit okay. one and drop them, you can then be okay. Now I'm gonna put the next one into someone else, or you can say no. I'm gonna put the next one into this guy again to get rid of him. Where do you want to start with and with which attack? Um. Well, can I make the attacks first? Or do do any of them look do any of them look more damaged than the others? The one to the north of Azatha looks the most hurt. Can I roll my attacks first and then decide from there? No, you have to tell me before you start rolling. <laughs> okay. So the one that threw his dagger, the one with the orange. Okay. Yeah. I know this one's going to be my last one. I okay. want it last because I'm the only one he can target. Okay. All right, so you're starting off attacking the guy to the north of Azatha. Yes, and then I want to hit this guy. Okay. And I'm going to roll claws first and then bite. Okay. So I'm going to, yeah, so I'm going to go with a spin with my claws on the two and then bite the guy behind me when I come to the end of it. Okay. So we're playing how many ones can I roll, but it's all on damage. Okay, that's a 31 and an 18 for the claws and a 15 for the bite. Green, slow down. You're overcommitting that you in ways you don't have to. Just do one attack at a time. You had to roll both claws at once, but just go through them one I at know. a time. I'm sorry. I'm just nervous. Okay. So, I, the first this, claw this... is a 31 to hit, right? Yes. That will hit. How much damage does it do? Uh, 11. Okay. So, the first claw, you basically reach out a giant tiger paw and flatten this cool <laughs> squished like a freaking mosquito yep <laughs> the second claw you want to put it into the guy not on the rain barrel to the south yes yeah okay the rain barrel jaren can handle right so that that guy uh you rolled an 18 and 18 will yeah. hit him how much damage 15 okay 
Uh, you rend into him with your claw, but he is still standing. So I will ask if you would like to give the bite to the guy that you just clawed, or if you want to go ahead and turn and bite the guy behind you. How damaged is the guy behind me? The guy behind you has not been hit at all yet. Okay. Because I don't think... Okay, just tell me if a 15 will hit. I do not have to tell you that. You would have to have declared before you would have rolled the bite. I was going to say, no matter what, like, it doesn't matter if I missed. It doesn't matter who I went after. But if I hit, then I have to make the decision. That's why you have to declare before you... <laughs> I'm going to go with the guy behind me. Because okay. I feel like if I can get a bite on any of them... We've still got Lensa and a longbow, and if we all end up paralyzed, she can drop out of the sky, and if they've all been hit, she can take them off one by one. Good thought. <laughs> uh, the 15 will miss. I thought so. That's why. I was all right. paralyzed. I'm leaving. Lensa, you're up. I don't want to die. If there's no way I can think I will actually be able to take them all, I am not sacrificing myself to freaking die. But Lensa. then you'll get, like, blinded, right? then you'd be, like, I mean, leaving us for dead? I would, but sounds better than dying. But then they'd come after you, a blind person they trying to make climb, their way They can't climb, I don't back. think. They can definitely climb out of this hole. That doesn't matter yeah. right now, though. Let's say you're I think you guys can still move, so I'm gonna shoot uh, the one next to his office. Okay. Or attempt to shoot it. The one on the rain barrel? Goes. Yeah, we'll see how okay. it goes. So he gets cover, but... <clears throat> I mean, I can't really roll, so we'll, as I said, we'll see how it goes. And that luck's done. <gasps> no! No? No. Are you sure? Yeah. I just kind of rolled, and it's like, uh, so your result is no. <laughs> so Lensa fires an arrow down into the hole and manages to hit the shaft. Go ahead and say that that arrow is broken. Oh, alright. It wasn't a one, just bad. Uh, Jaren. Yes. Well, uh... I'm going to full attack, okay. but my question is, if I hit this guy and do enough damage to kill him... You can change out of the full attack into then taking a move action, yes. Okay. Alright. Uh, so, boom. Uh, that is a 19. A 19 will strike the, the ghoul. Okay. For how uh, that is 7. Uh, you clock him pretty thoroughly, but... Okay. Uh, and the nine is going to miss. The nine is going a, to miss. It's a one. And uh, the, the the seven points of damage was not enough to remove this gas. Mm -hmm. So, All right. So that's Jaren's turn. The gas, too, is down on the ground. He doesn't even have to move. So he's, he's also really hurt. You know what? He is going to full withdraw back oh. into this corner. Uh, unfortunately, you have tons of reach. So full withdrawing five feet is free. Oh no, because you yeah he can get away, but that's all he does. How? Illyris, you are Tell no me longer. How paralyzed. he can get away? Oh good. Um, you are on you you are paralyzed, so you're on the ground, but you are you are well you were paralyzed. You're no longer paralyzed though, so um, you can stand and can still do something. I want to hear how this guy can get away from me. I want to know why he got away. Yeah, what find should out. I do? I mean, there's a guy on a rain barrel near you. There's another guy not too terribly far away. I would recommend mm -hmm. you get to your feet and maybe stab the guy in the rain barrel. I'd like to do that then. That sounds like a plan. Okay. And technically you're flanking with uh, the giant tiger. <laughs> oh, cool. 
Can I remove paralyzed? Yes, remove the paralyzed condition. Hey. Condition, I don't like it. Alright, so stab a step with the Kenya Reba? Yep. Add two? Uh, add two because you're flanking. Yeah, alright, lovely. I can't roll on anything else, but I can roll this. Uh, that's 24. A 24 will strike for how much damage? Uh, 12 and then sneak attack? Don't bother with the sneak attack. Okay. Yay. Illyris, would you like to describe how your uh, rapier dispatches this ghoul? I stab him a bunch! I stab him a bunch! <laughs> uh, I'm going to take his token off just so you guys can see the rain barrel as he falls to the ground off the rain barrel. Illyris wakes up from paralysis and the first thing she does is stab the thing that paralyzed her to death. Yep. I mean, that's fair. Well, that ghast was the, the same. Yeah, that ghast was the next one up, but well, obviously he's dead. So, Azatha is still paralyzed. There's a ghast on the ground who had thrown a dagger, but the fox lady got back up. So he's going to five foot step and he's going to try to do something about the fox lady. Great. Uh, he will bite. That is a natural one. He <laughs> claw claw. That is a thirteen and a nine. Neither of which I think will hit. No. Okay, so he closed with you and made a frenzy of attacks and Illyris just kind of laughing dances out of the way of all of his attacks. The ghast who is uh, pinned between the tiger and the wall is going <laughs> to try to get do something about that tiger because no, no, he says. Uh, he will bite. That is a 13. That will miss. He will claw claw. That is a 20 that will miss, and a 22. 22 will hit. All right. So he will claw you for five points of damage, and I need a fortitude save to resist the paralysis. And a nice life, guys. No. What'd you get? Got an eight. That is not enough. Duly noted! Eklund is paralyzed in giant tiger form. Ooh. Because here's the thing. The second I can't move... I'm a sitting duck. Well, you're a sitting tiger. Uh, go ahead and I'm apply the, uh, the, the, the paralyzed condition. Uh, so that was him. That, that one's, one's dead. dead. So I'll take his, take him off the initiative trackers. Eklund is paralyzed. Lensa. Paralysis didn't change anything. I... It might not. You might not currently. Yeah, okay. Um, you do I not... don't think it really matters because you can't do anything anyway. Yeah. Lensa, you do not currently have a line of sight on anyone to shoot at. Yeah, I'm gonna regret this. We're gonna what go are you down going the to regret? We're gonna go down the hole. Our attempt. Alright, give me a climb check. I don't do that. Oh wow, that's a, finally a good roll. Uh -huh. 15. You are able to descend so that you are dangling on the rope just above Jaren's head. I didn't like, try to like, swing and hop off next to him. Uh, there's not really room on the barrel. Um, if you want to take your second move action to land on the lower rain barrel, I'll let you do that. Or like, yeah, just like right where you have me. Yeah, like down there, or even onto the ground. Uh, I need the climb check for you to make your way all the way down uh, to the ground. Alright then, yeah, we'll, go, we'll try to swing onto the other barrel. Okay. So you swing and land onto the rain barrel. Oop. So everyone's down at the bottom of the hole. Jaren, there's a ghast on the ground near you. There's a ghast behind the paralyzed tiger. And there's a ghast cowering in the corner. I just imagine how it would have been to see Eklund get paralyzed, because he's like, ah! He just, you can't see the ghast behind him, but he just stops moving all of a sudden. Uh, can I hit the 
guy with the orange dot, can I hit that ghast that's on the ground from where I am? So you're ten feet up. You can kick. I will say you can, but I'm not giving you the high ground bonus because you're kind of at the upper limits of your reach at this point. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if you were a medium-sized creature, I'd let you kick him in the head without a problem, but you're not. Uh, so. Okay, technically I should be able to see this whole room. Uh, where is Where did that other gas run off to? Right there in the corner. In the corner, okay. And that is the corner of the room. Okay, I'm going to five foot step and drop off the barrel. Okay, give me an acrobatics check to land without taking any damage. Since it's a 10 foot drop. Say like 25. Okay, you are able to hop off the barrel and land. You're not prone, you do not take any damage. And that's just okay. a five foot step. All right, uh, then I will unleash hopefully a rain of terror on this guy's face. Okay. That is a 19. The 19 will hit. Uh, that is 9 magical bludgeoning damage. So you clock him basically with a uppercut as you leap down, hitting him yep. from above. Uh, and then the... Huh? And he is still standing, though. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the second hit is a 15. A 15 will not hit. All right. That takes us to the ghast who is cowering in a corner. He's doing a thing. We'll worry about that thing in a he minute. Illyris, you're healing, up. He's healing, isn't he? You'll see. Illyris, you're up. You Tell could, him, please. I'm you begging can, you. You can five foot step into a flag. I don't know if she's unable to speak or I'm not even sure if she can hear us. Do we want to assume that she would do the the the, the, the sensible thing of five foot stepping and I mean, to grab that ghoul? Yeah. Okay. We will assume that Illyris will five foot step into the flank and attempt to stab the ghoul. Blue, if you'd be so kind as to roll. Yeah, there she goes. She 28. A 28 will strike. Eight piercing. Uh, eight points of piercing damage. And go ahead and uh, roll the sneak attack. A eight. Okay. Illyris manages to stab another ghoul to death. She really did not like being paralyzed. Yep. <laughs> it would be much cooler if Yellow was actually able to... Be, oh, you're, you're here now. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it happens. <laughs> the ghouls paralyze Illyris. Illyris, five minutes later, parry this, you fucking casual. <laughs> um, yes, so, uh, you, uh, you, you stepped into the flank with Jaren, and you stabbed another ghoul right through its brain. Azatha, you're still paralyzed. Woo. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, woo. <laughs> How many turns? So, you... You're paralyzed when a ghoul hits you for d6 turns, and I rolled a 5. Ah, oh, great. The ghast who is behind the paralyzed Eklund kind of just wants to tear into you. Well, this son of a... But he's also not suicidal, so he's not going to do that, because he knows that if he does that, all of your friends are going to come and tear him to shreds. I mean, we might do that anyway. Well, if he, can, <laughs> if he can paralyze some of you, he's got a better chance. So he is going to close with Lensa. I gather I can't make opportunity tack, oh. attacks right now. When you're paralyzed? No. Had to ask. You can you can take <laughs> the opportunity to glare. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine the ways that you would attack him as he moved past you. 
birthdays in two days, and killing my character would be a pretty lousy birthday present. <laughs> Your birthday's wow. in two days? I'm throwing oh, everything out there for the sympathy vote. Yes, it is. You I never told me! Your birthday was in two days. I'm sorry for forgetting your birthday. Uh, it's fine. I'm offended. Some best friend I am. Alright, fine. You can it's bite fine. me. You can... They're gonna bite me. Oh, yeah. Eklund, you're paralyzed for this turn, but uh, at the end of the turn, you can feel your muscles unfreezing and you'll be able to act next turn. Lenza, you're up. Yes. Yeah, act. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, hop back. Can I, like, five foot step diagonally from, like, one barrel to another? You could five foot step down to the lower barrel, sure. Hey! Okay. Can I try to shoot the, uh, one that just fed by me? Um, sure. Oh, actually, I guess you were five foot stepping up to the higher yeah. barrel. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. It's not tall, so... Yeah, you can shoot down at the one who tried to bite you, and you have the high ground. You could also shoot the one in the corner if you can see him. I cannot. Okay. I don't think I have vision. No? Yeah, I think the I think the circle that I have of I yeah. don't think I actually have vision either. I think it's just the natural light yeah. from the well hole. Gotcha. Because I I figured that out because when I moved it didn't. Okay. Would make sense. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I cannot see the corner, but I think I probably should. You probably should. Um with low light vision. And Ek and Jaren has the Iun torch. Yeah, you should be able to see the one in the corner. So you can shoot the one who tried to bite you, or you can shoot the one cowering in the corner. There's a little bit of a spite now. Not the one who tried to bite me. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with that, so I'm gonna try to shoot him. Okay. But I cannot roll as Lenza. <laughs> okay. I have a ten, not counting. Borrowing yellow's luck whenever you roll it for Aliris. Um, Jaren, you're up. Okay. The one that you can't see is. Uh, say the, so the one you can't see is ten feet away from you. He's not a five foot step, but he is ten feet. The one that just tried to bite Lens and she just shot at is also ten feet away from you. Kind of a All ten right. foot diagonal in either either to the yeah. east or the southwest. I'm going to move toward the one that just came out from behind the tiger. Okay. And try to hit it. Okay. There's a seventeen. A seventeen will miss. Cool. Is it? I think that cool is means something slightly different in plain English in this situation. <laughs> the ghast who had been hiding in the corner is going to pull out his dagger and throw it at Aliris. Fun. He will miss, which is really a shame. What does that mean? It means that the reason he was cowering for a turn is because he was applying something to that dagger. <laughs> Pick it up and throw it back! You fool! Undead are kind of immune to poison. I, I we're supposed to keep joke. it for later. Well, then let's just stop. Let's let, forget the poison. Let's just stab him with it. It's not that. Alira, sure up. I'll take free weapons. Alira, <laughs> what would you like to do? You can easily close to the one who is cowering or was cowering in a corner who just threw a dagger at you. Or you could move into a position where you could stab at the other one, although there's no way for you to get into a flank unless you want to take take an acrobatics check to get behind them. Well, the one that threw the thing, I'd like to very, very casually just walk up to him and stab him, if that would be okay. Um, let's see Let's see how well blue can roll for you. Um, 
<laughs> to casually stab this guy. Just walk up to him and then stab him and walk away. Or something. Like, hey, how's it going? Like, stab him, stab <laughs> him in a way that John Mulaney would. God freaking gonna kill someone! No, you're not. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No, they are! He absolutely is. Um, would you like to tell us That's what you rolled? That's a natural 20 with a 19 to confirm. Yes, that will confirm the critical hit. I can only roll good for other people! How much- how much is the damage? 17, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Why? We stabbed him. Stabbing someone isn't something to cry about unless you're the one being stabbed. <laughs> in my opinion. Like, uh, like Yellow was saying, almost casually, Illyris walks over, calmly points the rapier up, sticks it straight through the eyeball, out through the skull, and pulls it back out. <laughs> and it falls through. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that gruesome image, but oh my god, when she got hard enough. She does a little, she does a little curtsy as she <laughs> jabs upward. She turns back to us and curtsies as the body falls behind her with a piece of metal sticking out of its head. Doctor, you're still paralyzed, but uh, you can feel your muscles unkinking. You will be able to act next turn. Nice. My poor gas, who is very, very, very surrounded. I think you're alone now. <laughs> he is going to make an acrobatics check to avoid the attack of opportunity from Jaren, Eklin, Azatha does not, or uh, Lensa does not have a melee attack. He's trying to scamper past all of you to start climbing up the shaft. Cool. Dumb fool, dead fool. Go to Deadpool, now meet Deadpool. Sharon, <laughs> will a yeah. 20 beat your CMD? Did you say a 20? I said a 20. Uh, no, it will not. You may take an attack of opportunity. I know a 20 does not beat Giant Tiger Eklund's CMD, so you may both take a single attack of opportunity. Yeah, that'll miss. Hmm. Alright. Eklund? Turn then. Hang on, I gotta find Embiggened Tiger Claw. Actually, the bite you does more have... damage. And since and you only got a single, you should bite with the attack of opportunity. Did we lose? <gasps> That's a 32! Conf natural 20 confirm on a 16? So, it doesn't, but while he was moving, you would have ended up flanking with Jaren. An 18 will confirm. That's 39 damage. Okay, so the ghoul tries to scamper <laughs> past all of you. Jumps up onto the rain barrel, avoiding a punch from Eklin as he does so. Jaren. Or from Jaren. And Eklin just kind of reaches over and bites its head off. And spits <laughs> I it mean, Jaren was hurting him up into the tiger's mouth. Exactly. We will go ahead and drop out of combat. I'm going to go ahead and remove the ghouls from the field of battle. So you're in a hole with the body of six ghouls. A candelabra that is uh, covered in heads and a whole lot of wreckage. I'm assuming yeah. I'm starting to regain my movement. And Azatha is able to Can move. I poke the candelabra. I I would like to search the room. Okay. Give me a perception check. Assuming Eklund will DM Biggin. Yes, you will DM Biggin. I've already shrunk you back down. Okay. That is a 24. Okay. Okay, you're going to notice a couple of things of note in the room. Uh, the first is that 
Well, one of them I already gave you. That one of the heads clearly does not have any physical deformities. And like I said, an older human male wearing glasses. You will also find... Go ahead and pull out the loot sheet. This has been a very memorable episode. We've had don't fall into the hole, falls into the hole. And then big me. You're already quite big. Bigger me. Very fun. <laughs> All right. So. And I stabbed the thing too. You did. So you find in the debris 12 silver crossbow bolts. Ooh. Uh. I don't think any of you use crossbows, but. You can make them into slang bullets. Nope. You could. A slightly melted gold belt buckle which is worth 15 gold pieces, and an iron bracelet with a silver filigree oh, Craig work that shows a moon eating an owl. Hey! Yeah? Could I, like, detect magic on these items? Sure. How old is this silver thing? Uh, doesn't look new, but it's also been down here where there's been fire. It's gonna say, if it's relatively new, I want to find out what werewolf I pissed off. Besides, maybe Luther don't remember pissing him off, but it could have happened. Uh, nothing radiates magic. But the oh, bracelet, right. the art, the artistry and the filigree work makes you think that it would be worth about 75 okay. gold. Uh, does I... it ring any bells for anyone? Historically? Religiously? I'm not even going to ask for rolls now. It just looks okay. to be an interesting piece of artwork. You also find a whole lot of broken glass and broken vials. But you do find one vial that had rolled into a corner of the room. And you can see written on the vial the words Vorkstag and Grine Chemical Bleach. These guys are doing so much. Okay, uh, I, I would like to bend down as a tiger and sniff the vial because bleach has a very memorable smell. And Okay. Is it bleach? Is it, is it unbroken? It is unbroken. Okay. I figure I'll be I'm able to gonna, smell if it was bleach. I was just to say, uh, I'm not going to un, you know, take the cork out of the vial because. Sure. Even through the cork, though, you can smell that it does. You do get the scent of bleach. It smells like bleach. Interesting. Oh, cool. Is bleach a common commodity? Not... Bleach isn't going to kill you. I mean, I mean, you it's... could. It's not a poison disguised as bleach. Doesn't smell like it. I mean, I mean bleach is a poison you. all on its own, so... Right. Yeah, but it's not yeah. used... It's not like hiding midnight tears in a bottle labeled bleach. Probably not, no. This setting and in, in our society that we are playing in, is it common for people to have bleach as cleaners? Like we do. Or is sure. it more rare? So, the peasantry, probably not. But in a medical facility... It would certainly be pl be present. Yeah. And oh, right. you're you're a learned you are a learned individual. You would definitely have been exposed to bleach. You're you're aware of it and it, you would expect mm -hmm. to find bleach in a former hospital. Right. That's okay. Useful to know. So you're in a uh, cellar and you've uh, dispatched some ghouls and you found some clues going to let you guys do one more thing before we wrap up. Um, anyone who likes can give me a knowledge local to see what you might have heard about Vorkstag and Grimes while you were hanging out at the at the bar. I got a 20. I'm gonna cry. Uh, is a 21. Alright. So it's confirmed I just can't roll for myself. Since I tried it in a different order than I've normally been doing it. 
And it still ends with Hilarious getting a super high roll, which is Hilarious gets a 24 and I have a 14. Okay. I just cannot be allowed to roll for myself. That's what it is. Roll 20 really hates Linza. Yeah. At least today. Here are the things that you guys had managed to hear on your two nights in the bar about Vorkstag and Grimes. Both Vorkstag and Grimes are well-respected merchants in town. Grine is rather peculiar looking, but, you know, some gnomes are like that. He's a gnome, cool. Yes, Grine is a gnome. Vorkstag is a human. Nobody in town seems to know who works at the Chemic Works. No one ever sees anyone going on shift or leaving, but the smoke from the chimney never seems to stop. It's like Willy Wonka. Yo, Willy Wonka! Yep. Hmm. Maybe murderers probably... But you have also heard... Well, that's what uh, Azatha and Jaren had both heard. Illyris has also heard the fact that uh, Master Vorkstag has a great many friends in high places, and any time any minor trouble comes his way, there's always someone ready to speak up on his behalf. Mm. Huh. I'm gonna suss that. Hmm. Who has the friends in high, in pl- high places? Vorkstag. But they're both well-respected in town. Lovely. I hate this. As we uh, leave with that bit of information... We got a ghoul fight, and all we got was something we already knew. This is important. I'm going to say thank you to all of our listeners for sticking with us for 50 episodes. Yay! For the next couple of weeks, we are going to be taking a break from these heroes for a special surprise that you will find out about next week. We hope that we will see you next week, and then when we resume with our heroes in this adventure, as we continue to deal with the Trial of the Beast. As always, keep an eye open for Mimics, never feed a goblin, and something something dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrion Crown, Trial of the Beast, was written by Richard Pitt. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes. It really helps people find us. Thanks for listening.